Between the kids being home and hosting, everything in our house gets used up in summer. With Instacart, I can save money by stocking up on all my favorite summer brands. I save time by getting everything delivered in as fast as an hour. And I save myself a sink full of dirty dishes by stocking up on paper plates for the annual summer cookout. Save more on summer essentials? Spend more time enjoying summer. Add summer to cart. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the Final Four. It's not on the schedule. He is Rod. I am Cameron. And Penn State takes down Michigan State 62-58 to at the end. Uh, and Rod, this was played fairly close in the first half, 24-24 at halftime. And then uh, Michigan State comes out, builds their lead out to, at the highest point, 11. Um, nope, 14. 14? Oh, 14. I must have read that out wrong. 14. Anyways, Penn State comes back. Uh claws their way all the way back to with a 136 they finally take the lead and Michigan State just couldn't couldn't grab it away from them uh what what's your thoughts on this one it's miserable <laughs> it was a horrible it was a horrible effort other than for about a five minute stretch at the start of the second half they looked as if they were playing in quicksand mm-hmm. it's the same stuff we've been talking about no energy they looked flat um, Penn State played harder, was quicker to loose balls, ripped them on the, I'm mean, just pounding them on the offensive boards, including the play of the game with Harrod late, where he gets, he misses a layup, but gets his own rebound, puts it in for an end one. Mm-hmm. He had an earlier play where three guys are around him, he gets the offensive rebound, they score. It was a disgraceful, disgraceful, disgraceful effort. Three times disgraceful. Um, that's how I feel about it. I can only imagine how Tom Ezzo feels about it. Yeah. He's got a team that at least according to the standings is in the mix for a big 10 title. And you know, it's one thing if the opponent, you go on the road and the opponent is just lights out, you know, to, to some extent that was the Rutgers game, not all of it by any means, Mm -hmm. but Rutgers played lights out. They, they deserve to win that game by virtue of the way they played. Michigan State just contributed to it with an awful effort. This, no. This this was about Michigan State deciding not to compete as hard as they need to. Mm-hmm. I don't know if these guys are, have have a feeling that they don't need to play that hard in order to win or win these kinds of games, but this and what's been going on over the last couple of weeks – ought to drive that point home, make it crystal clear. No question. You are not good enough to half step. You're not even close. Um, just an awful, awful experience watching that game. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are up 14 with about 15 minutes to play, you ought to win the goddamn game. And they didn't do it, and, and they didn't do it mostly because they didn't compete hard enough. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, they got hammered on the on the glass. Uh, you know, they they shot fairly well, in, well, really well in the first half, and then even that kind of fell off uh, in the second. Um, Didn't run offense hard enough. Yeah. Stay, how many possessions, especially down the stretch, were they standing around? You cannot do that 
And that we talked about this. We talked about it against Wisconsin, that awful first half. We talked about it the whole goddamn game against Rutgers. They, they then have an interruption against Indiana where they managed to play hard, and then we're right back to that same shit. Yeah. Um, the one player that did stand out in this one, I mean, I guess there's good and bads with, with Marble's performance, but he, he did do well in the offense, 14 points. Uh, did get eight rebounds, six for seven, two blocks. But when you when you play play him a lot, he lost Hera quite a few times, especially in the second half. Down the down the stretch, well, down the stretch, mm-hmm. really. I thought he hung in there defensively pretty well for a lot of that game, but the last eight minutes or so, yeah, it was it was the same old Julius. And I don't look, I don't put it on him as much because the fact is he was the only guy who was playing with a purpose as a scorer and as a rebounder. Yeah. So you kind of had to play him, you know, but that's the problem is, you know, what that comes with. Um, you know, Indiana just didn't really, let's be honest. Most of what he had to do defensively in that game was straight up post defense. This game, Penn state was constantly putting him in pick and roll constantly. Yeah. Every possession. And you're right. He got lost. You know, there was a, there, there were a few plays down the stretch where he just completely got disconnected from from uh, Hare and they paid for it. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're gonna if you're gonna double a guy who's penetrating, which was the case on one of those, you damn well better not let him get the pass through you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's just yeah, but but I'm not I'm not going to pound on Julius because he was one of the few guys that that actually played with a motor yeah because because Bingham only played 15 minutes in this one five points four rebounds uh two for six hit a three two blocks a steal yeah I mean it it wasn't I didn't think Markey was terrible but he just they they needed they needed Julius's offense in this game because Mm -hmm. They weren't getting it from enough guys, enough other guys. They weren't generating the kind of movement, ball movement, man movement that you need to have. So what are the choice did Izzo have but dump the ball into marble because he had it going and see if they can get points generated that way. And they did for a while. Mm. Uh, Max Christie in this one, 32 minutes, 10 points, 3 rebounds, 4 for 11, um, 0 for 4 from 3. Did have a steal. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't have anything positive to say about anybody, so just go through the stats. But there's no <laughs> – seriously, there's nobody – there were brief flashes. You know, Tyson Walker had a brief burst down mm-hmm. the stretch where he had, a, he had a couple buckets in a row where I thought, okay, he's going to – and they were holding them off. And I thought, okay, he's going to put them on his back. And then he had a play after that. They were up four with the ball. He penetrates, tries to kick it. To, I don't even remember who it was in the corner. And it was just an easy pass to yeah. pick off. It was telegraphed, and the roof caved in mm-hmm. from there. Um, but other than that, you know, brief flashes like that or, or, you know, a couple of buckets here and there, as you just said, from Max. You know, Joey Hauser hits a couple threes. Nobody sustained anything. Mm-mm. Nothing. Gabe Brown only two for eight, one for five from three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Malik, Malik Hall, Hall had a rough game and weak. Oh, yeah. horrible game. 
he just Horrible looked game. off balance. He just, just didn't out look of it. like couldn't yeah. hit free throws. I think he was one for four at the line. Hit the backboard on a baseline fadeaway. I mean, these are plays that he's been making. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a bad, bad game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You mentioned Walker. Eighteen minutes, eight points, one rebound, four assists to a turnover. But I swear he had two turnovers. He had one in the first half. I thought. Yeah, I thought he the... did too. Yep. Yep. A full court pass that got yeah. picked off. You're right. You're right. I I don't know, but you know he had those moments, but. I'll say it again, broken record, especially on a night like this. Tyson Walker has got to, people call it hunting your shot and kind of pejoratively, semi-pejoratively. He's got to look to, especially on a night when nobody else is moving, the ball's not moving. He's a guy who can get his own look anytime he wants. He really can with his hand. You saw it in this game occasionally. Yeah. With his handle. And, and with his ability to shoot, he can get an open 15- to 20-foot jumper when he wants. He's got to do that more often. Has to. It just seems like he's lost his confidence to take it all the way to the rim. He gets that well, first step, and then and then if there's any resistance whatsoever, he pulls it back out. At... Yeah, I, I think that's true. But part of it, I, I think he's still struggling, and frankly so is A.J., with balance on this stuff because something that Izzo had a problem with earlier this season and correctly so is that he felt those guys were dribbling too deep so when you take it down deep and you get trapped you get doubled whatever and you don't have an outlet that's a problem Mm -hmm. so you have to be able to know if you're going to the rim you are going to the rim yeah you are going to take a shot you know and Tyson look Tyson's had trouble finishing at the rim Mm -hmm. um but teams still have to respect that because they have to respect his speed. So I'm okay with his not looking to get to the basket consistently. Man. But he's got to get shots up because he's a guy who can get himself a look where a lot of these other guys can't. Gabe Brown can't. Max Christie theoretically can, but we're not seeing a lot of it. Um, it's, it's really Tyson among the guards. We mm-hmm. don't want A.J. Hogarth doing that. So it's really Tyson. Yeah. He's got to be the only other guy who can, can consistently do that is probably Jade Makins. And I don't think you want to put that on him. Mm-hmm. I don't. So it's Tyson. He's got to do it. I mean, he had eight points in this game. How many shots do he have from the field? Uh, Tyson had five shots. Yeah, no. So he's four for five, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's not enough. Not as not on a day when the offense is just like I said in quicksand. Mm-hmm. When, you know, when it's a day like that, somebody's got to take the ball by the horns. You would hope that that would be a game where Malik could maybe get you out of it with some of the stuff he can do around the rim and on the baseline. It, that was not happening today. So somebody else had to step up. It should have been Tyson. He tried to do it late, but then, as I say, there was that play with that turnover, and after that, kaput, nothing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Mati had, he did have one good, uh, make there a little fade away. He got a bucket to go. Yeah, Yeah, so that's about it for, I think you're right there. There's just not a lot of good. Hogard had five assists. No, there's nobody to, it's really Julius Marble. That's kind of about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, so if you get into the, um, keys here, uh, First key was energy, wasn't it? 
Yeah, probably. And and it was lacking. I I don't know what the answer is. Um, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Penn State. They played hard, and I expected they would. But so what? You have to you have to match that. You have to surpass it. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't know what the answer is here, but this has become a habit now, and they're not good enough. They're not good enough to get by when they are second to loose balls, when they can't grab a defensive rebound to save their lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many offensive rebounds did Penn State have? Uh, ten, I believe. Yeah. Well, it seemed like it was more than that. It seemed like Harrer had ten. <laughs> Well, let me just double check. I mean, he had 15 10. boards on the game, I think. Yeah, I showed 10, but this doesn't have team rebounds. Yeah, it was more than that. I I, I just... Awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, transition was actually the first key. Energy was the third key. Yeah, not, non-existent. Non-existent, no. No, and I figured that we were going to see something like that. But, but the disappointing part is I don't think Michigan State even put them under pressure. And, and yeah. you know what? Part of that is when you're not able to clear your defensive boards clear uh, easily, you run into that problem, you know? Uh-huh. But Michigan State just did not, did not do anything consistently in terms of running the floor and, um, and, and actually putting Penn State under pressure. I, I wasn't expecting a 31-point effort again in fast break points, but... They, they just didn't even really test them. They made it easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then threes. Not bad. I mean, Michigan State shot 30, 31.3. Well, that's bad. That's not good enough. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you mentioned some of, again, guys like Brown and Christie are just so off track that it's – you've got to get those guys shooting better. I mean, this is certainly, it's not been a it's not been a major problem. I mean, even today, 31% is not good enough. It's not apocalyptically bad. You should still be able to win this game mm-hmm. shooting that way. Um, but that does hurt when those guys are, what were they a combined one for nine? Uh, Christie and Brown and Christie. Brown and Christie. Yeah. One, one for five for Brown, two for three or, or, uh, Oh, for four for Christie, one for nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not good enough. I mean, thankfully, other guys, you know, um, Hauser hit a couple. Uh, Marky hit one. Um, I'm trying Jayden. to think who else. Jay Nakins hit one. Uh, that's it, and then the one gay bit. Yeah, yeah, that's five or six. No, it's, you know, the the thing is, I don't think Penn State, you know, we talked about Penn State being a really good two-point defensive team. I don't think they were great. I mean, they really had trouble with Julius in the post. Yeah. Um, Michigan State got some things there. Uh, uh, Tyson did all his uh, damage inside the arc, mid-range jumpers, but still. Uh, Max, same thing. You know, so Michigan State was able to get maybe a little more success have a little more success inside the arc than I'd anticipated. But the flip side is they just, they didn't generate enough from three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then rebounding. Yeah. I mean, it. just, you know, it was, it was a miserable first half. And then for a while, MSU flipped it on them. Mm-hmm. They were very aggressive on their offensive boards for a period of time. 
But what I measure it by ultimately is down the stretch when you've got to have it. Mm-hmm. Michigan State could not come up with a defensive rebound to save their lives. Could yeah. not do it. And I, I felt like there was a lot of times where there was some good potential to get offensive rebounds that they just didn't go hard enough at. I, I can think of a couple times with, with Julius where Harris just just cleaned it up easily. And it's like, man, even just a tip. Can't we get a tip or something? <laughs> like, well, for a period of time, they were getting that kind of activity. Yeah, Hauser had a couple of those plays where he yeah, kept he balls did. alive. And yeah, but but it wasn't consistent. And as I say, you know the the uh, the proof is at winning time. All you got to do is you know you get a miss, you generate a miss. Can you get a rebound and the possession? And when you can't do that, that is a test of some things that you are failing. You know that I'm I'm not even putting it all on Julius. Um, Gabe Brown was a bystander yeah. on a couple of those that Hara had late. I mean, it was there was the one where Hara was surrounded by three guys and he got it. Gabe was again quicksand, cement on his shoes. I don't know what the hell it was, but he didn't move. Mm-hmm. He should be flying toward the ball. That's how you rebound. That's it. I mean, it's. Yeah, there are things like technique, certainly. Strength comes into play. You know, there's a lot of different elements that can be a factor. But to me, the biggest is just how bad do you want it? How quickly do you react? Mm -hmm. Do you get to the ball first? And there were plays there to be made that were not made. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's it. That's the I think that sums it up better than just about anything that they were there to be made and they just weren't. Yeah. Uh, turnovers. Through, through was, lack of effort. Turnovers was the last key. To, ten to eight. Uh, Michigan State had ten. Yeah. Not, that wasn't not a, the story, but. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I mean, the, the one I mentioned with Tyson was kind of a, was a, a bit of a turning point because they're up four late with a chance to maybe, you know, to maybe even make it a three possession game if you hit a three, but at least push your lead out to a full two-possession lead if you get a two. And instead, it's a turnover, and they come down, and they end up hitting a three, and it's a one-point game, and then we, you know, off to the races. Uh, but but by and large, I, I don't think turnovers was any kind of real issue. And it's been, it's been obfuscating. The obsession with it has been obfuscating what the real problems are for a while now. I mean, you and I have been talking about this for weeks Defensive rebounding and more lately, um, overall energy, toughness, purpose, however you want to define it, uh, those are the things that are lacking. Michigan State could win with some turnovers. We know this. I'm not guessing. They've done it for years, decades. Can't win if they don't have those things. If they don't rebound defensively, if, if they don't play with energy, if they don't play with purpose on offense, if they don't play physically in a way that lets the opponent know that they're there, mm-hmm. um, they can't win. Not the way we all want them to and expect them to. I mean, th- this one really, you know, th- they've had some losses here, obviously. The Northwestern game was disheartening. Um, you know, the Illinois game was tough, but I wasn't disheartened by that one because they actually competed in that one. Mm-hmm. But But this run recently 
of these three out of the last four. This is this is some stuff that you know. This is where Izzo earns his place. I'm not going to say earns his paycheck. This is where he earns his place as a Hall of Famer historically. Mm-hmm. Is these kind of moments where it looks like the psyche is because we've been here before, but yeah, it looks like the psyche is kind of at a tipping point. We're at that point now officially. You got Illinois coming in on Saturday. Um, you know, you need to figure this out and stop this bullshit. Mm. You know, you hoped that Saturday showed them this is how you got to play. And then they go right out and it's, it's a 180 from that. And it can't stand if they're going to compete. Can't. Yeah. I, and this is coming down the stretch here is going to be tough. I mean, Illinois, Iowa, Purdue, Michigan, Ohio state. Well, you get look, Maryland. Yeah. You've got, you know, here's the other thing, too. I look back at games, other games than Michigan State's this past weekend. And Purdue and Illinois, um, Purdue played a game that by all rights they should have lost to Maryland. Mm -hmm. Maryland was down Ayala, didn't even have him, and still deserved to win that game and ended up losing by a point. And Illinois had a big lead. They let crumble away against Northwestern. Could have easily lost that game and ended up winning it. But the difference is those teams, ultimately, for as poorly as they played for large segments of those games, they found a way to win. Yeah. Um, Lately, Michigan State is not doing that. They are not finding the way to win. And, And what's disheartening about it is it's mostly, it's not down to, oh, they couldn't shoot, or, oh, the other guy shot the lights out, or, oh, we just, uh, you know, didn't make a critical free throw in a big moment. It's not those things. It's things that there's no excuse for. Mm -hmm. And things that Michigan State fans are accustomed to not even having to question. You know, you don't, you don't, most of the time, you're not thinking about this, this effort stuff. Yeah. You know, playing hard, playing out. I'm not saying this needs, you know, they need to get back to Antonio Smith days. That's the the game has moved from that, but you can, you can play with energy, with reaction, with purpose, with being first to things rather than second or third. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the example. That's a, those are examples of what I'm talking about. And it's just lacking. I mean, I wish there was an Antonio Smith to throw some guys in the lockers right now because they could use it. I don't think there's that personality on this team, you know, and that's okay. You don't always need that. You know, the Winston teams didn't have that mm-hmm. and they were great. Um, but, but this team, I think, does. Somebody's got to take some ownership and start kicking some asses because that, that stuff was just embarrassing. Yeah, that, that was frustrating to watch, no doubt. Um, well, like I said, you could be frustrated if the other team's throwing the ball, you know, throwing the ball in, you know, from 30 feet and, and getting lucky rolls and all that, that's frustrating. Okay. But, it, but at least you don't look back at it and say, woulda, coulda, shoulda, mm-hmm. you know, because, okay, they went out, they made a play, low percentage play, whatever. 
You know, it happens. Rutgers shooting the lights out. I go back to that one. Yeah. It happens, you know. But but when you don't compete the way that you need to, that's where you're left. You should be left with all kinds of regret. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, any final thoughts on this one? Heading down the home stretch here, this is not uh, good news. But, you know, we have either, seen this before, like gonna, you said. Hey, either they're going to figure it out or they don't. But mm. we but we understand we understand the parameters here. It's pretty clear, you know. And, and I don't buy, by the way, any kind of talent argument. I don't buy that. There's enough talent on this team to win with. Mm-hmm. There's there's certainly another thing that tonight is an is an example of is you have a guy in Julius Marble who's probably what your eighth man in the rotation go out yeah. and score the way he did. That's a strength that this team can get it from anybody in its top nine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say that because I would include Aikens in that yeah. anybody in their top nine on a given night. So it's not it's not about talent. It's certainly not the most talented Michigan State team we've ever seen, but it's this is not a team that is talent deficient. Right now, what is hampering them are other things. Mm. Simple as that. Okay, well, next up is Illinois. Uh, we'll get a pregame up for that one. Until then, the Final Four is not on the schedule. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.